0: Well,
1: Hello, hello. Wow, this is going to be an exciting show because this show is one of those shows you just have to say, show up, show up, see what happens to change your life. I have had a very, very interesting 24 hours, so I'm very excited about this show because God has got some really, really interesting plans for this show and also the people that are on it. And I'm so grateful to both of them. They both have showed up when I've needed them. They've also shown up in... Really interesting ways of inviting me to be part of their life. Change your life. I have. Here we go. So, James, how are you doing? How are you doing? Good. Kenneth, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, we're going to have, first of all, a little therapy session here. We're going to have a little therapy session first because you guys are amazing, and I'm going to let the world know how amazing you are because I've had no less than three things happen to me where I've shown up in the last three days. And big, big things have happened, and you showed up today, and you showed up without caring that it's not perfect, okay. And right. so I, I want to acknowledge you both for that. And so on Thursday of last week, I accepted a job to photograph, speak, and sponsor event an event at the Ritz Carlton in uh, Philadelphia, booked my train, and went to the the kingdom. The kingdom is a it's a chamber of commerce in philadelphia and it's a it's a it's a very christian uh chamber of commerce and that they really uh appoint god as their as their servant and the and how they serve and how they actually do business and i met some of the biggest preachers pastors speakers you could ask to speak and had i said this is not convenient i would have missed an opportunity to be connected On a world level, I mean, three of them were they flew in from Nigeria to be at the men. Wow. Number two, number two (laughs) is um, yesterday morning I got a wonderful call from Jose Escobar, and Jose Escobar owns something called CLA Connected Leaders Academy. He says, Ken, I have gold level commander's tickets, I can get you in. You can park right in front of the stadium. It's platinum parking. You can eat as much as you want. Everything's taken care of. Would you like them? And I turned to my wife and my son. I said, would you like to go see the Commanders? Now we're not honestly Commanders fans, but what an opportunity to live like a king that day. And sure enough, uh, they said, yeah, we'd love the experience. So I called Jose, he transferred tickets to me. And you know, when you show your, your phone, you show your phone and it's got a parking pass, lot A, like <laughs> front, front and center. They're like, it's almost like red carpet treatment. So just the parking is, situation was amazing because I'm going through tons of cars, tons of lines to be at the front. And the experience was amazing. My son is like big eyed. He's 10 years old. Here he is right here. And we had the time of our life. Well, I met Tommy Harris at an event called Rock Your Life. And Tommy Harris is bigger than life. He was, I believe, the number one draft pick in the NFL. And he, he just is an amazing gentleman. And he was on my show today. And he called me and texted me and said, my daughter, and my school called, my daughter has a situation I need to take off. I'm so sorry. And the one thing to say to a celebrity is that's a problem. You just don't say that. (laughs) So so I reached my Rolodex, and you guys were in the top five or six that I actually contacted. I said, But I was so pleased, Kenneth, because you have a story that's going to be so important about showing up. And I'll tell you what, James, you guys are going to become friends because this is called the show up show. The show up show. All right. Yeah. What I love about James, he says, That's in like eight minutes. I go, yeah, it is, James. <laughs> but the point is, if Usher calls you, or Oprah calls you, or Ellen calls you, or something, and they say, "I have an opportunity," you don't think about whether you're ready or not. You better be ready. Like you just need to be ready. So, right. I just am. I'm so happy that I don't have to do a rerun, and that I get to say thank you to now, James. James you need to get a haircut because look at. Kenneth and I got the right haircut. You see this? No,
2: my my haircut, yeah, it's still short. Yeah, <laughs> I keep it fresh every week, though. But it's still, I still got a short haircut. I just said put the hat on.
1: Well, we're going, yeah. you no, know, we're going to New York, James, and uh, in uh, December fourth through seventh to show off a lot of authors. And Kenneth, you're gonna just because you're on the show, I'm gonna put you on a jumbotron. And James, because you are on the show, I'm putting you on a jumbotron in Times Square. Seriously.
2: Yeah, that'd be a that's a that'd be a great that'd be exactly. a great op- opportunity. It's an honor, you know. It's an honor, it's an honor to be here with you too, Kenneth. Um, great meeting you, and yeah, it'd be an honor. If we all we all meet up, and you know, yeah. So, is one of
1: those bigger than life people. He, when you meet him, he's a giver. When you meet him, he'll tell you all the things that he has created in his life. And they are big things. So you, Kenneth, you're going to learn about this man, James. But James, here's the here's the amazing gift for you. Kenneth has actually played a big game, too. And I will say that uh, Kenneth is extremely humble about what he's done in his life. And so when we pull this out of him, he's got a grand opening. And I think you're going to be, obviously, one of the VIPs that you're going to be able to bring to this show, uh, to his event. So... Yeah. The way this show works normally is that we've all talked the day before and we've all talked about, Hey, what's your story? What's your purpose? How do you impact the world? So that is actually the nature of the show. It is called amplified, amplifying the life of leaders that create community and inspire hope. And you both have done this. I'm so excited because I have two people that are givers, big time givers. They give to the community, they give to anybody they meet and even though we have not been friends for life, I'll tell you, it feels like it. It does already feel like it. So we're going to start with uh, – I'm, James, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to tell you why. I have this rule in yes. my rule in my show is whoever has the letter that's closest to A goes first. That's my rule, all right? And yes. it's it's a shame because you'd think that Kenneth could play the Ken card, but he can't. He can't play the Ken card because your name, James, and ironically, if you look up – I think I have my wallet here. I think I have my wallet here. Let me see if we can do this right here. I have never had this happen before, but I have Kenneth James Roshan. Oh. So I am. Oh, wow. the, this is the first time I've had 600 shows, and it's the first time I've had Kenneth and James.
2: <laughs> oh. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah.
1: Divine, divine. It's so, amazing. So you both are going to be in a book. Um, James uh, already wrote his chapter. I don't know if you did, Kenneth, so I'm not going to say you did yet, but you both are going to be in a book called Hope is Dope. Okay. But what is so important about Hope is Dope? And then I'm going to stop talking because I want to hear you guys, but the reasons Hope is Dope is so important is because it's about people that are any age, any age that can relate to the youth to help them make better decisions. And I have heard people say that their defining moment came from something that happened to them. And it was somebody that actually was like a Kenneth or a James that said, you know what? You keep going this route. You're going to go down. You keep going this route. You may die. And so I just want to say that you too are the ones that show up for people's lives. So James, you are going to start off by telling your story. And I would like a, I know we didn't have a lot of prep time, but uh, it's about three to five minutes. Who are you? Where were you born? What was your childhood like? And what was the defining moment in your childhood that made you be who you are today? You ready? It's all you do. Yeah. All
2: right. How y'all doing? I'm James Lamont Dunn. I'm from a small city, uh, United States of America, called Ronald, Virginia. Um, I pretty much came up from nothing, you know, um, was born in a small house, one sister. Um, my stepfather pretty much raised me. He didn't have no kids of his own, but he came in our life, married my mother. Um, my real father was pretty much uh, incarcerated all his life. Um, and, you know, I got to do that step, have sisters and brothers and everything up north and things like that. My mother was from Mississippi um raised in San Diego where she has family out there and everything but you know I played football sports coming up in high school um I started my 11th grade um I would have been even better cuz I did pretty good went to state for track um played fullback football um baseball um, pretty much played some semi-pro football coming up. You know, throughout the years and things like that. I'm at the age of 45, about to be 46 next year. Um, pretty much I, I actually was been homeless before. You know, um, coming up. You know, I had like a little. It wasn't really abusive, but I had some. Uh, we go through some ups and downs. You know, you you know, sometimes people they'll put you in situations when you're doing the right thing. You know, I graduated with a 3.9 GPA from high school. Um, could have went, you know, on a scholarship, you know, playing football and everything. But I took care of a little boy that wasn't mine. I paid child support for 10 years. Um, you know, at the same time, I got a job, you know, doing electrical work, went through apprenticeship. But at the same time, you know, it things, you know, cross your paths and things like that and stop things. But coming up, I had a lot of modeling contracts. A lot of people like my natural look, but at the same time, I refuse a bunch of, you know, modeling contracts and things like that cuz I end up getting a good job as an electrician and things like that and I go another path. So, you know, I I worked as a firefighter too um for a little bit. Uh, I'm a jack of all, like I said, jack of all trades um I show my light, light, you know, as a traveling man as well. Um, I had blessings and I had challenges. We still go through challenges, obstacles, you know, make sacrifices in life, but that's, that's what God gives us. That's what makes us better and make us who we are these days, you know? So, um, like I said, I'm a big charity, nonprofit for cancer. I lost a lady in 2002 of breast cancer, um, military, you know, I'm, I support our troops highly, um, you know, uh, when it comes to homeless, you know, I've been homeless a little bit, not fully, but temporary. I know how it is, you know, um, a lot of times street smart, which I am as well, makes you the, a better successful person. You know, I've I got college experience as well, you know, but I've been, I know my street smarts as well. And, you know, um, when I say God's real, he's real. You know, I didn't hear some miracles happen and my life just changed. Like, and I know it changed. James,
1: tell tell me, tell me a miracle. Tell me a miracle right now.
2: Well, you know, I got reached out by a guy, um, 2019 and he introduced me to a, he was with affiliated with TMT money team, you know, um, with Floyd Mayweather's things like that. He done some work with them, you know, the boxing gym. They reached out to me and they pretty much like what I do. They've been watching me and things like that. He introduced me to a lady called Miss Jurgen Hughes. She feeds the homeless, um, which is Skid Row out in um Los Angeles. She's a gospel singer. She actually worked on a molestation case for the attorney on the defensive side of the M- Michael Jackson molestation case she pretty much got a book redemption she sent me a couple books autograph um we pretty much speaks on the phone you know and things like that um i'm actually on her executive board for the film um which the film should have been already done but you know how it is you got a you got a lot of people in investment you know they a lot of people can say things you know about that but you know they hadn't came to the table yet so you know how in entertainment and things so um we the film is still in the making um pretty much um we just they got the budget um we should be doing something with that production soon or what I can't really say much more so mm-hmm. that's a big blessing a big a, blessing
1: great James I got a couple more questions for you so yeah you can share a lot of stuff and I want to make sure we are guiding to uh, the show up point showing up yes yeah what happened in your childhood that was the defining moment that caused you to be who you are today? What happened that was really a big deal?
2: I think in my childhood, um, the challenges that I've been through, like, um, the hard knocks and hard rocks, like, um, the challenges I've been through made me stronger, like, you you know, as a positive brother or, you know, just going through some, you know, going through the challenges of a struggle, like with, home and living and, you know what I'm saying, like ups and downs when you, you you know, you're trying and, uh, you know, sometimes money ain't paying you, you know, you're not making what you're supposed to, but you're making it, you making it, but it's a struggle. You know, you're trying to pay your bills, Um, you in tough situations, but you know what I'm saying, God guides you through things, you know, it makes you... James, you I, want,
1: I want to get really specific, all right? So... There was a time in Germany, let me give you an example, because I know we didn't, we didn't talk about this show, but let me tell you. There was a time in Germany, I moved to a new city, and I was looked at as, who the heck are you? Yeah. And they came at me, three or four of them, and they were bigger than me, and they put my face right into dog shit. Huh. That was a defining moment. That defining moment made me never, ever question that I would stand up for the person that was having their face put in that. That's a defining moment. Defining moment is when something happens and you say, no one will ever be bullied while I see it. No one. So what happened specifically in your life that caused you to be this great man you are? Specific. Tell me the story.
2: Failure. A lot of failure. Um, failure, you know, like, Uh, put in tough situations, you know, like I'm just left out there and nobody to, I just got to make it happen myself. You know, like I'm just out there in the world, but I'm trying to, you know, reach out. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I got God, I got to figure it out myself, but it really happens. You know, like it, I know it, 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 Things a miracle. When I say God works, I know, you know, God's real because it's like things just happen. You just gradually, you don't give up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can, you have people that give up, they can go do bad things and get themselves in some trouble and locked up and they mess their life up because, you know, something like that happened to them. But at the same time, I stayed strong and, you know, just kept positive and just kept moving forward no matter how hard it was. And things just, you know, doors open up. You know, it's like things just happen, you know. Um, they're like now, you know, I'm I just became I know God gave me this gift back as being an international multi-winning fashion model. I just won I got some titles, you know. I won classic Mr. Wild 2021 Pageant Netherlands. I signed on with Sarah Star Holdings modeling, which is the gateway to professional modeling. Um, I became Heart of Hollywood's ambassador. I've been published international. Um, I just won Mr. Global American Nation 2000, representing ambassador for 2023 to 24. I just won um, Hollywood International Talent Show over in um, Be- Beverly Hills for Mr. Fashion King, GC Entertainment 2023 through 20. 20- 24 you know and I was an animated voiceover for a film in London and won several uh, voiceovers and then I won the LMA James, um, awards James yes
1: you deserve to be on the show there's no doubt about it okay but yeah here's here's the part that I I'm not hitting I'm not hitting for you so let me let me do it a different way there's a James that's listening that's going through some stuff yeah and they haven't heard that it's possible. They don't know someone like you got through it all and they're missing what you did or what cracked the code of you getting to be fearless. I mean, I can't wait for Kenneth to tell you how great you are because I'm watching him nod. He's saying, Holy heck, I didn't bring a guest. I brought a superstar, right? What you're telling me is you're telling me what you, you, what you've completed, what what Kenneth and I want to know, what the world wants to know, what code cracked this, what made you, say, huh oh, this is not going to happen. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be a servant. I'm going to create. What was it that caused you to be relentless? I mean, I got a book right here.
2: Strength. All I, all I can say is God. I'm the one, the biggest thing is my strength. Mm-hmm. So you can't really say much but your strength. If you a man of God and you out here by yourself doing it, because I, I done had i didn't been um discriminated on. I didn't lost job for no reason and get to the point where I ain't got no money and I got bills to pay and I'm in a in a hole, but I end up getting out of that situation. You know, it's strength. Like I said, my strength and not giving up. And I've been in a lot of situations, you know, and sometimes you we still go through like little you know, making sacrifices and ups and downs. You know, I got hated on and, you know, you're going to get hated on and people going to try to um knock you, you know, knock you from doing what you're doing, but you got to stay focused, you know, stay focused and, you know, I stay to myself as well. So, so I, I, I let people get to me. Where are you right now, James? I'm at my mother's right now. I'm in Virginia. Um I'm oh, looking out. Why are you there? Why are huh? you there? Why are you there? I'm here because I've been in a situation, you know, um, I was in a tough relationship. Um, tried to hold on to it, which I did. It just, God, just took it to a another route. So I'm in the process of moving. I'm relocating to, you know, right now I'm in a city where it's, it's not too much things work or things going on here. But I love my city. But at the same time, for me coming into my career, I need to be somewhere where it's my career around a lot of people that's in my career and positive. Like I just came from California. Um, They love me out there. They really want me out there. I'm in there and, you know, we collaborated. I'm in the family, the network. So at the same time, it's meant, you know, I, I got, I can't be here because it's no, it's no growth here. It's not, I lived in cities before and I made a lot of moves, a lot of money, faster and I got a lot of stuff accomplished. It's not a lot of compliments compliments in this small city. You see what I'm saying? But I'm here helping my mom as well before I leave, you know what I'm saying? Cuz once I leave, I'm going to be gone for a while. I got business to take care of. That's what I'm about business. If it ain't about business, I don't want to, you know, deal, you know, deal with it. You know, if it's not going to be, if it don't mean dang, you know, I got to we got one life to live and we're not getting no younger. You see what I'm saying? in the way the world is going right now, we, we living in a tough world. You know, I got, it's about business. Everything in life is about business. We I, wake up in the morning. Yeah.
1: James, I don't, I don't know if I would say that unless the business is God. I don't know if it's all like. Yeah, it's
2: business of God. There we go. My main thing is God. A lot of people don't have God. They can speak God and you know, certain things, but I really got God. I'm really spiritual. God got me, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, everybody got their own life to live. Everybody got, we all got bills. We got family. We got kids. You know, I got a son to take care. We all got things we got to handle. You know what I'm saying? And if it's bad business, I don't deal with bad business. I like positivity. Yeah.
1: Let me ask you, uh, are you going to change your hat to LA? Are you going to?
2: I got plenty. You know what? I got L.A. hats. I got plenty of hats. I'm a big baseball fan. I got a son that's a baseball champion. He's been on the news in Carolina. Baseball is my thing. So, you know, I I like to collect baseball hats, period. Um, I'm a Boston Reds fan, but I'm a baseball – anything in baseball I like. All right, so
1: here's what we got. We're going to give you time to talk about Kenneth after he talks in the next round, okay? Yes. I just want to say – you are amazing. Kenneth, this gentleman here contacted me Thursday and said, hey, there's an event Saturday. Uh, I don't know if you know about it. And I, I came over to see him. I, I drove all the way over there to see him. I didn't, unfortunately. But I said, that man cares about other people. So, Kenneth, what, what did you take on uh, on James from what you heard so far? Oh, man, um, I think he's an amazing person. Uh, I, I, I do want to say that we're,
3: we're friends that I haven't met yet. Um, hmm. uh, I appreciate meeting you. Uh, and I commend you on being there for your mom. I was with my mom prior to her uh, leaving this earth. I was the only sibling that was there for her. Um, the anesthesiologist at the hospital actually killed my mom, but I was there for <laughs> her. But I, I commend you. I commend you on all that you're doing with the modeling, the you know, all the accolades, you know. But most important, I love the fact that you put God first.
2: And- yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Sorry. Sorry to hear about your mom and for your loss and everything. And um your strong brother, you know, and I'm looking forward, you know, to doing more things with you and Ken. And it was awesome that Ken came and he's Ken's got a great heart. Um, yeah, I definitely. almost didn't come to the event, but I love people. I promised the the CEO, the lady that put the event on, and hey, I make sacrifices. I give up certain things to you know, I came from another city. I made I I came and I, like I told him I said I showed up. I didn't think I were, but God told me in my heart to be there. I reached out to Ken. I didn't know Ken knew about I thought Ken maybe knew about it, but Hey James you know.
1: James, we gotta go to break. So I wanna t- I wanna say something to you.
2: I yes, sir. Something.
1: So Kenneth and I are very clear. If we have you in our corner, we don't need anyone else. Yes, we're sir. Very clear. Because you are a stand-up guy. You're not just a show-up guy. You're a stand-up guy. We're gonna be going to, how do people follow you? How do people get connected with you on IG or whatever?
2: Yeah, um, they can reach me um all lowercase James Letter L Dunn D-U-N-N James L Dunn78 Instagram, and they also can reach me, James Dunn, Facebook, and also I got a LinkedIn, James Dunn. And if you can, I'm Google verified. So if you go type in James Lamont Dunn, it'll it'll bring up my social media links, TikTok. Um, it can it'll bring up my. Twitter, um, everything on there, um, awesome. Twitter is not Twitter no more, but, um, you can see a lot of things that I do. If you go Google me and you can Google done right promotions, which, um, that's my brand um, CEO of and everything you can find me through Google, James Lamont Dunn. All you got to do is Google my name and boom, there you go. We're going to do yeah. it. Listen, James. Yeah. Um,
1: you want to learn something right now?
2: Yes, sir. What's going on? Okay.
1: So you said all lowercase. I don't think IG cares if it's lowercase or uppercase.
2: They don't. Nah, they don't. <laughs> you're right.
1: But here's my point. Kenneth and I want to move you from lowercase to uppercase. We're moving you right now, uppercase, your uppercase. All right. Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, because we love you. So we're yeah. gonna we're to break. You're gonna come back at the end of the show, just like Kenneth did. You're gonna come yeah. back. You're gonna do about three minutes. About three minutes of answering some questions with Kenneth and also replying to what you thought of him because you're in for a big surprise with Kenneth too. I mean, uh, this is today, this is the matchmaker brotherhood that shows up. I mean, I, I, I you, when Kenneth has his event, he has very, very good people that are connected to him. And we could not get Usher on the show today, but just know that people like Usher could be at an event like his because that's the impact he's had. And you deserve to be included in that impact because of how big you play. All right.
2: Yes, sir. So, this
1: is Ken Roshan and Amplified, Voice America. My son, Kenny, 12 books in 10 years. Both these gentlemen are going to be in Hope is Dope, Perfect Publishing, and the Keep Smiling Movement. We'll be back in one minute.
0: Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at TheUmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now back to Amplify.
1: All right. So we were jamming. with that sound, right? That is the song of songs. <laughs> I will say this, man. I've been doing this for six years, and I didn't think we'd last this long or that we'd have that theme going. We need some more snoop in there. something. <laughs> so I got to tell you guys something. So... The show up thing's really playing on me right now. Okay. I ran out of my creamers. I ran out of my creamers this weekend and I couldn't get to the store. And I was like, I gotta have my creamers for my show. So should I do can I do hazelnut? Or do you think I should do the sweet sweet and creamy? I think hazelnut sounds good. Okay, we're gonna do hazelnut. We're, French vanilla is not gonna get the win today. So it's gonna be hazelnut. 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 So, how's that um giant i went with gratitude now if you go anywhere you go if you go with gratitude you have a different experience so i went and asked the the manager and the manager came to me and i said hey i just want to thank you my son has sold like a couple thousand dollars for the popcorn in front of your store and you've made a huge difference for him and what's funny is we ran out of hot sauce ran out of other hot sauce ran out of relish and ran out of ketchup all on Saturday. We were out of everything. And you know how hard it is to do hot dogs or eggs in the morning without these things? I mean, this is crazy. So I had to go this morning before the the show. And at that point, I did not know. I did not have guests for this show. I had Tommy. I had Tommy Harris. I mean, come on. I can go to the store. I don't have to think about anything. And then Tommy Harris says, we got a situation. Um, I have to. I can't be on the show. And I was just so happy that I had 26 minutes to figure it out. And so I did, and I'm using a a pen instead of a spoon right now (laughs) to stir my coffee. So anyway, the manager, I gave him five of my son's books. He was so happy. I said, you know, he still has some popcorn to sell. Could he come out another day or two and sell popcorn? He says, how about four hours a Saturday? So he gets to sell popcorn for his Boy Scouts. And the Boy Scouts create future. Most of our astronauts were Boy Scouts. 30% 30% of our armed forces were Boy Scouts,
2: so they create future leaders. And I was a leader. I was a um, Weebelo Scout. Were you? Yeah, below yep, and Cub Scout.
1: And James, that's not surprising.
2: Arrow Light,
1: yep. Yep, yep, AOL, buddy, AOL, Arrow of Light. <laughs> and, you know, when we have these kids go through these programs, they actually become more confident about what they're supposed to be as a man or even as a woman the girls are allowed to go through the Boy Scouts now. It's called BSA. They don't call it Boy Scouts America. Just they don't call it Kentucky Fried Chicken. They call it KFC. KFC is not fried, <laughs> even though it's fried, right? So I go and I get. Uh, I, I found out that I had an issue and I still went to my UPS store because I was like, I'm going to see if there's something there that's going to make my day. And there was nothing spectacular, a couple packages. But I'm leaving and this woman is carrying all these heavy boxes. And the guy says, Man, you always have so many boxes of books. And my ears are going crazy. Boxes of books, boxes of books. I'm a publisher. And I say, Why do you have, are you an author? Are you a publisher? What are you? Boxes of books. And she goes, I have a bookstore in Baltimore. And it's, uh, let me see if I can find it right now. It's called The Paper Herald. The Paper Herald. And what's interesting is that had I not shown up at the UPS store, I don't meet Ashley from The Paper Herald. And Here's the paper Herald right here. That's it, paper Herald. But she goes on to tell me, you have to follow two other people that are making huge impact for children's authors. I'm not kidding you when I tell you this. That God thing of getting that uh, that cream and these little things here caused me to go to the UPS store, which I wouldn't have gone to. I go at five o'clock, but I went then. And I meet Ashley and she introduces me to people that are creating book trains. Book trains, book trains, like a train of books where they actually have all these authors and their children's authors. And she gives me connections to them. And I have, I guess I am not that great with Facebook. I mean, with uh, Instagram, but I will just tell you that in the messages I have written these other people and they are the storybook maze and the Baltimore, Baltimore read aloud. And I'm not an Instagram guy, but I'm telling you what, when someone tells you I can give you influencers in books, I said, let me get my Instagram out. Help me out. And she helped me out. And I connect with them. I said, Ashley said, you're the one. That's all I wrote. Ashley said, you're the one. I, I can guarantee you that just like you guys said yesterday, that this yes is going to change my son's life. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. And I gave Ashley four or five books. I gave the giant four or five books. And if you don't give people books, they don't have books to read to see how brilliant you are. So Kenneth, thank you for being patient. Thank you for having a K name so you could go after J. And uh-huh. by the interesting but the show had to go that way, didn't it? Yes, yes. It's not just out of cuz it's funny, had you gone first, this would not be the same show. It's a completely different show. Right. Right. So, um you're missing some gray here. You need to get some gray in here, All right.
3: <laughs> it's on the way it's, I, I, I put it an order it'll be in soon
1: <laughs> so the way I met you <clears throat> so you don't know how I met James I met James because I volunteered to do an event for We Model USA and We Model USA had a pool party and they, they call me and they know I'll say yes if I'm in town so I, I said yes and I got to meet two gentlemen who own African Wear, Sha Sha african where okay what country is it from uh james
2: uh i think um shasha is from um africa yeah i think he's african you remember what country what country he's from um i think i I, I know he's from i know it's i know he's from africa i don't know i forgot which country he's from though yeah
1: well shasha uh i just fell in love with these guys just like I, i did with you man i mean i met them in two minutes i got their heart i mean it was done and I said, why don't you come to my studio, bring like 50 models? And they were like, all right. And James is one of the people they brought. And they brought all these amazing models. Here's what's here's what's trippy. I knew about five of them. Oh wow. From other events. And mm-hmm. and I said, I want to make a deck for you called the Shasha deck, i.e., playing cards. Playing cards where you actually deal cards, but you get the model. And so James is going to be a, one of the Shasha deck models. And he's, I'm going to put him in for king. What do you want? King of hearts, spades, diamonds, clubs. What do you want to be? King of, um,
2: king of hearts. Got it. You know what? That's the I'm more... a king. I'm a king already. And I got a good heart. I know you do. So that's the, <laughs>
1: Kenneth, that's the card I always take. Whenever there's, um, me gifting the card deck to somebody to make the deck for their, their brand. I say, but I get king of hearts. I get that. Cause I'm giving you this. So this is me, me being the king. So I meet James and James contacts me last week and he says, Hey, they're having a little event Saturday. I don't know if you can make it, but I'd love to see it. And I go and I don't even see him, but it, he's the first thing in my mind when this show happens first thing in my mind. So Kenneth, you have a big event coming up. And I know you don't have a date cause you've had a little bit of re- remodeling rescheduling kind of thing, but we want to know who you are. This modest. Oh, let me see. Who, who would I call you? Um, Luke Gossett Jr. I'll call you. I'll call because Luke Gossett, Jr. is poised. He's a little Sidney Poitier, right? But you you have wisdom, you have uh absolute cerebral intelligence, no doubt about that. And you have the amazing part of the street smarts that causes you to understand how people play and how people work, right? Am I am I good, that?
3: Yeah, pretty good.
1: Yeah, you're pretty good. All right. mm-hmm. So this is your story. So just like James, tell who you are, your childhood, where you're born, how you created who you are, because no one knows at this point. I haven't read your bio. I haven't read your bio. No one knows what a gift it is that I have you on the show. So please do not brag because you don't, but tell people what you've accomplished just like James did.
3: Okay. First of all, i like to say it's an honor to be a part of your show, Ken. And thanks for inviting me. And and it's an also an honor you know, to meet James and to be with you both. Um, to share a testimony is definitely a gift. It's an opportunity that a lot of people don't get. They'll leave this earth before they have one. Um, uh, my name is Kenneth Rollo-Davis. I'll explain the Rolo part later on. Um, I was born in Bethesda, Maryland, but I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts. My, my father and mother separated when I was six years old, and my father took all the boys and raised us in Boston where my mother, she took all the girls and kept them here in D.C. and raised them. How many? Uh, I, I three sisters and I had three brothers.
1: That's a good number.
3: Yes, raised in Boston. My father wasn't always there for me, but he was a good dad. He provided everything that needed to be provided. I had a mentor. My mentor was Ron McNair, who was the black astronaut that died in the space shuttle Challenger. He was also my martial arts instructor. Uh, I got my third degree black belt under his tutelage, um, which kept me, that was God setting me up for what was coming. Um, As I got older in life, uh, when the Space Shuttle Challenger blew up, um, I sort of separated myself from the karate class. I I went into a life of drug addiction, uh, which um, which evolved really quickly. Uh how old were you? I'm,
1: how old were you, Kenneth? Sixty-two. I'm sixty-two how old, how old were you when you uh chose addiction? Twenty-two. Forty years
3: in the wilderness.
0: Hmm.
3: Forty years in the wilderness. When I was twenty two, I took my first hit of crack cocaine. And uh I have now twenty uh six uh twenty two years of re- of recovery going on, twenty three. But it was that it was exactly forty years ago when I took that first hit of crack cocaine.
1: May I, um, may I interject, please? Please, I'm um, sorry. I wanted to ask if I could interject because it's a very important point. Well, absolutely. So you made that was your that was kind of a, a defining moment for you.
3: It was a defining moment. Yeah, yeah. it was a defining moment. Mm-hmm.
1: So you said your dad wasn't always there for you, but he did the best he could, and and it sounds like he was a great dad, a great man, but he just wasn't there all the time. Got it? All right. So. Right. My dad, in that moment, but I was younger than 22, he asked me, are you on drugs? And I said, I'm not. He says, well, you act like it. And I'm not. And I wasn't. But I was, I was so close. Was so close. And I said to my dad, hey, I just want to try them. I just want to try them because everyone says they're great. And he says, oh, they are great. And this is a man who never tried drugs. He says, oh, they are great. Because everyone that's ever tried them loves them. So you don't have to try them. I already can tell you you'll love them. Isn't that a weird thing for dad to say? So, so he said, now that you know that you're going to love them, the question is, do you want to get addicted to them? Do you want to throw your life away for them? That's the question, because you will love them. Mm. And it really spun my head. Mm. I've never done drugs, but I can tell you that what you said about your dad and what I'm saying about my dad and what you're going to say right now in this show to a person who hasn't tried it yet, is the distinction of whether they may or not, and then once you do, you know you can't, you can't, you can't change.
3: Yeah, this is true. Uh, what I like to say to that is basically this: people come from different experiences, and what I've learned is that my dad did the best he knew how to do based on what he was taught. Yes, and so your dad, whoever you are, is probably doing the best he can do based on what he was taught.
1: And by so, the way, by the way, Kenneth. His name is yep. Kenny, and I'm named after him, but he was the first one in his family to go to college. So just just so we're clear, we're not talking about a big jump here.
3: Right, right. There we go. There we go. When you know better, you can do better.
1: Yes, exactly.
3: So um, I, I, I went into a life of drug addiction. Um, I've always, always worked out and kept my martial arts. I always kept it by my side. Um, it, it, it stopped me from going too far into my addiction. I never went into stealing or anything like that. It was always me going to work, taking my money that I hard hard earned money and spending it the wrong way. I never had a life of crime or anything like that. Um, That's my story. Um, But let me just speed it up. Uh, uh, Well, in my addiction, I'm I'm also a, a skater. Mm-hmm. And people are, you know, they're like, hey, you know, you're a great skater. You know, would you like to come and skate for me and I'll pay you this? So it started at, at an early age, like in my 20s. I started performing at different venues uh, and getting paid for my skating at Boston Globe, Herald uh, American, uh, newspaper, television, uh, all over the place with my skating, but also at the same time in my addiction. I came to a place later on in life where I felt like people were phony, they were fake. Everyone's telling me I'm this great person, but why do I feel like I'm worth nothing? Hmm. That was me talking to me and my addiction. Uh when you when you're by yourself, you're the you're the most familiar voice that you're going to hear. Yep. Um uh, so we got to watch our self-talk, but um I came to a place where I was suicidal. And I made a decision. I was an I was a manager at an upholstery shop. That is my trade. I, I make fun of it. I done that.
1: Hmm? How old were you with when you had that conversation with yourself?
3: Uh, when I decided to kill myself? Hmm. Uh, that was actually 23 years ago. Hmm. Yeah, I have 22 years of recovery now.
1: So that, that actually perpetuated you saying I'm worth living.
3: Yes, that's exactly right. So um, the story is this. I was going, I was waking up this two-week period. I kept waking up, and I'd sit on the edge of my bed, and I'd say, you know, I'm tired of waking up, I'm tired of waking up, I'm tired of waking up. Um, This one morning, I woke up, I saw the necktie hanging in my closet. I saw the light fixture over my head, and and I made a decision, you know, it's not, A bad idea for me to just hang myself. I wouldn't have to wake up again. But the spirit of God said no. That's all I heard was no. I went on to work. Uh, By lunchtime at work, it was like Murphy's Law. It was like a day from hell that day. You know, customers calling, everyone complaining. And I'm the manager of the the upholstery shop. Everyone complaining. And I said to myself, I don't know why I didn't kill myself this morning. But I'm going to go home to do it now. So I told the owner that I was going leaving. He said, wait a minute, you can't just leave. I said, don't worry, I won't be back. I proceeded, I walked out the door. When I got on the doorstep of the upholstery shop, my brother pulled up, right? Like I'm like a day in the headlights. He jumped out of his car and he said, you're suicidal. And I'm not going to let you do what you're about to do. And I and I'm telling you now this part. Someone's someone's not going to believe this out there, but God is real. Okay, I hadn't seen my brother in two years. My brother didn't know where I where I worked. My brother didn't know where I lived.
1: What's your brother's name? Anthony. He's Anthony. alive. He's
3: alive. He's gone now. He's gone now. But he saved my life. Yes, he did. He said to me, I'm not going to let you do what you're about to do. He said, the spirit of God doesn't lie. I don't even know how he knew where I worked.
0: Mm.
3: He he got out of his car. He slammed his door. He came on top of the step. He grabbed me by my collar. He pipped me against the wall. And he said, I'm not going to let you do what you're about to do. I hopped in the car with him. He said, can you make me a promise? I said, what? He said, make me a promise that you go into a rehab. It's a one-year program. And I said, why not? I was going to throw my whole life away. What's a year? I don't care. I went into the program. For the first three months of the program, I didn't even come outside. I was so scared of what I might do to me. Um, they were saying, sir, you can go outside. You know, the guys go out, they smoke cigarettes and all that stuff. You can go outside. I, got, I don't want to. I just I'll just sit in the lobby. I sat in the lobby for the first three months before I decided I really want to go outside. I went outside. Um, I'm going to speed it up a little bit down the street from that from that uh, uh, recovery place was a AA meeting. They said, you guys are allowed to go in a block and a half radius. I went to the the AA meeting because I was about to fight a guy in recovery. And the rule was, if you fight in this program, you get kicked out. A guy said, hey, you're about to fight this guy. Where are you going to go if they kick you out? And I had to pause, and I said to myself, I have nowhere to go. He said, walk down the street to this AA meeting with me. I walked down to the AA meeting, and that's where I first Started to identify and with my addiction because there were people in that room that were like me. If you were like me, they had the same story or similar stories. I felt like I was no longer alone anymore, and that's what that disease would try to do. It was try to separate you, isolate you, make you feel like your story is unique. No one had it as bad as you, and 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 that and that you don't uh, deserve to be alive.
1: So Kenneth. We are down to four minutes and I would like to reserve the last two minutes to make sure that we get some clarity of what fed you and what fed James. So it's called rapid fire. And I know this is brand new terms for you, but I say a question rapid. You give me an answer rapid, no explanation. Got it. Okay. We're going to go to you first. We're going to go out of order this time because James, I want you to have an extra second to think about your answer. I'll give you the five questions real quick. What book inspires you? What movie inspires you? What song gets you going? What Quote, do you live by and who's your hero? Not necessarily in that order, but pretty close, right? We're going to go with book first. Kenneth, what book changed your life?
3: Um, I would say Rewiring Your Anxious
1: Brain. Great. James, here's the answer. Only the answer. James, what book changed your life?
2: Nancy Drew Hardy Boys.
1: Amen. All right, Kenneth, what movie inspires you?
3: Um, New Jack City.
1: Nice, Spike. All right, Lawrence. Top Gun. Beautiful. What song gets you going, Kenneth?
3: My soul is anchored in the Lord.
1: Awesome, James. Um,
3: Freddie Jackson.
1: Cool. Nice. Uh, who's your hero, Kenneth?
3: Ron McNeil.
1: James? God. Who do you wish you could meet that you haven't met? Kenneth. The
3: me that God wants me to be.
2: James. The the lead the me is leader, like you're saying God to be the greatest, you know, greatest leader, you know, the world or whatever. All right. Yep. Yeah. What quote do you live by, Kenneth? I'm sorry, which one? What quote do you live by?
3: You're the only you you got.
1: Uh, James? Um,
2: wisdom, faith.
1: Good. Uh, Kenneth, how do people reach you? How do people follow you? Ten seconds.
3: You can follow me on Instagram. That's Kenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y underscore Davis. Or my company, Rollaway Productions, R-O-L-L-O-W-A-Y, Productions with an S, um... LLC, that's Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.
1: We will put links, and Kenneth uh, is an author. He has a book, we are republishing it. We are republishing this because we believe in this man, not just because he has a great haircut, all right? Real real quick, real quick. I
3: have an author, I have a book, I have a movie. My movie's on Tubi, it's called Old School Rollers. Um, Working on a TV show. My book is called uh, Life at the End of the Tunnel. I have a clothing line. Um, four-time Apollo winner, uh, skated for, uh, Barack Obama. I can go on and on, but look me up.
1: And by the way, the show is better because Jane shared his accolades and kind of just shared his support. These men, they are actually people that care about a better community, a better America and most importantly, a better world. So we are amplifying the world with love, light, and mostly inspiration. So you will see both of their stories. I know you didn't hear the whole stories today, but they will both be in Hope is Dope. And this is a book that's going out to all high schools, middle schools, and colleges absolutely for free. And I'm so proud of both of them. I met both of them and boom, heart-centered leaders connect. So thank you both for being on. You guys have been amplified. Peace.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now go get your message heard.